Rack, 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 ball, rack, 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 ball, rack. Welcome back to another episode of the Franck and Diz Show, where passion meets the mic, episode 34. Franck, it's been, it felt like a long week. Um, can't wait to see you again. Super stoked to get on the record. We got seven seconds left in the Michigan State-Kentucky game, so uh, we might get a live reaction here. Michigan State can hit a buzzer beater, but Frankie, how we doing? Dude, I'm doing well, and I mean, the one thing I'm going to say is this. I think our fans love your live reaction screaming, and I love seeing the Diz's uh, yells also. The Diz screech, it has a nice ring to it, and uh, it was good. You know, it was a nice, nice little week since we've last talked to. Um, I will say, bye weeks when your team doesn't play kind of sucks. I guess there's no stress because you don't have to worry about if your team's going to win or lose, but at the same time, it's not as fun because I didn't have as much football to look forward to with like my own pride but other than that i mean you know it was nice to go home cuddle my dogs and then go go coaching and coach coached i did and lose we did um pretty 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 bad effort for the hlc 2025 team this past weekend on saturday yeah oh and five uh we didn't even get four games we only got three we went <laughs> we yeah i mean i think last episode for our few listeners that heard i i was told you guys like Kids were bullying each other in the group me when I first joined, like telling each other to kill themselves and all that. And then they were like mimicking the coach, and the coach was like, fuck you, like figure it out, like you guys are idiots. And I showed to the first game thing, like it can't be that bad. Like we're going to be fine. How good are these teams? We lost 17 nothing the first game. And then this, hear me out, dude. 17? 17 nothing the first game. Jeez. And it was 20 minutes running half, no timeouts, like just oh, running. Dude, that's, just, that's awful feeling too, where you're just like constantly looking at the watch being like, Please for this end, and you feel like the parents are all pissed off and shit because your team sucks. Oh yeah, at one point, like throughout the rest of the day, I kept looking at the scores. I said, "Hey man, how much time's left?" And they'd be like, 10 minutes." I'm like, "Can we hurry this the fuck up? Because like this is bad for these kids right now." But yeah. you know, you, you know, tell one of your attackmen to like go down with a cramp or something. Oh, we no, we didn't even have the ball. We were losing faceoffs and then not clearing. And I'm just sitting there like, "Hey, get to your clearing spot, guys!" And like, coach, we don't have a clear. I've been there for two days. One was a practice. And the other one was that tournament. I had no idea we had no clear. And, yeah, it was just shitty. But I'll tell you this right now. My favorite thing is – and I don't know if it was a popular thing when we were younger, but my favorite thing is kids at tournaments love doing uh, eye black now. So in the second game, the kids all – dude, raccoon eyes, camel streaks, all got eye blacked out. And I'm like, dude, we're about to go kick ass. We look cool now. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, eye black does not equate to success. Uh, we then lost the next game 9-1. Improvement, but 9-1. And then the last game, we were actually down 3 nothing or 4 nothing and a half to then lose 12-1. And Ooh, of, of those two – dude, of those two goals, the 9-1 and the 12-1 game, one of them was scored by a defender who just ran down the field and just took it from 15 yards high bouncer corner. And the other one was like an unsettled transition. Kid calling the crease, got swarmed in like BTB bottom of the net because he was just panicking. Our offense had a total of five shots all day. Were the other teams good? The first one, yes. Very, very well coached and very talented. And you could tell that. The other ones, no, not that good. But I'll tell you this right now. Puberty is a big factor. When your tallest kid's probably 5'8", and you're going against guys who are like 6'3", 6'2", look like grown men, and they're running like stallions, I knew it was going to be a long day the first time. Like, they were all big. What, what age group is this? Uh, they were sophomores in high school. 2025s. Our biggest kid, our biggest kid was probably like 5'8", five, 5'9". Thick. Their biggest guys were like six two, running like grown adults, more athletic than me. It looked like, and I was like, "Oh God." Yeah, dude, you don't know an ass kicking until you have like eleven year olds and you're getting your ass kicked. That's fun. like the worst thing ever because then you're actually like, "Oh shit!" Like this is just a bad look for everyone. You got like kids like crying and shit, slamming their sticks, like screaming at you, and you're like, "Ooh." I this I I, I, I had the kids ask me, "Hey, coach, can I go in?" And I was like, "Dude." I'm told to run the box. It's my second day there. I know none of their names. I'm turning around to the side like, hey, what's that kid's name? They're like trying to tell me his name. I'm butchering it left and right. It was it was just an all-around shit show. But the highlight of the day was game three. This Because Towson runs the vent for Autumn Gold. There's one player for Towson. All right. He called one of the coaches who's like a dad on the team a dickhead apparently because he did something. And the guy walked over. He's like, what'd you say? And he the kid was so... Stone cold, scared, shitless. He's like, uh, uh. He's like, what'd you call me? And he's like, a dickhead. He's like, what's your name? Took the name down. Was gonna go tell his coach. And the kid saw me out the game. He's like, hey, 
is that guy like friendly and chill? Is he a hard ass? And I'm looking for like, why? What'd you do? And he told me, I was like, oh, dude, don't sweat about it. You're fine. Not like you're going to run a shit ton for it and just left. Oh, yeah. he's He just had a tough Monday. Oh, that yeah, he had, did. That I was kid like, had a tough, tough. He might, be, he might still be bear crawling. Dude, I was like, so what, what grade are you? And he's like, I'm a junior. I'm like, oh, so you're also just an idiot at this point. How are you going to say that as a junior to another guy? Hey, you're a dickhead. You're not. Well, was, he, was he being a dickhead? In my opinion, yes, but you still don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like don't be a dickhead then. Hey, it goes true. back to the bullying thing. Like, don't be a dickhead. True, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. You, you. I'm kind of side with the player there. Like, I... Don't be a, be a jackass. As a grown ass man, don't be a fucking. Oh, I don't. I don't think he was being a jackass to our players, but he might be a jackass to the refs. That's the thing. He man, won't... like, I, no, dude, I can't. St- I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there are definitely instances in club scene where I give the ref a hard time. I mean, I got a penalty one time. Club game, because you're legit. You're a real coach. No, dude, dude, because the ref started cursing out the other ref, dropping f bombs, and I looked at the ref and I said, "Sir, you're awful. You're setting a very bad example for these kids." And he threw a flag in my face. I was like, "On the coach, one minute, unsportsmanlike." And I was like, "That's great. I actually like that." I was like, "Point proven, dude. Point proven." I mean, I was dropping the f bomb, yelling the f bomb across the field to the other ref. Yeah, and I was like, and then we had like twelve year olds out there, and I was like, "Sir, you're setting a super bad example for these kids." And he threw a flag on me. I was like, "You're just, you're just dickhead." Well, the, the the thing I'll say is also like, I mean, like our kids, they they thought they were hot shit with the eye black. But the thing also, I know I didn't do this when we were younger, and no one else did. But they also, all the teams love warming up or bringing out a speaker. Like, yeah, no, that's a very common thing. Eye black and the speaker is now a dude, common dude, club. Dude, very common thing. And those kids brought it out, and this was like our third game. We lost 17 nothing to 9-1. The head coach looked at me and said, hey, Luke. I said, yeah. He's like, turn that shit off. We don't deserve this. We suck. And I was like, okay, turn it off. And he went to go watch some. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. You can't have a speaker and lose 17 nothing. No, yeah. I'm like, these kids came now out. you're drawing attention to yourself. Yeah, you, dude. You need to deflect attention from you. Dude, and like eye black blasting like. All this, it's not even like music, they just, like all hip hop songs, like Razz, that's not, that's clearly explicit, not clean. And I'm like, dude, we're, we're about to get blown off the field. And I have to look at all you guys and say, hey man, that was a great tournament. Way to try hard, your hardest. What did I yeah, sign up, yeah. dude? See, I don't let my high school kids wear eye black. The new 14 and younger kids, they all love eye black. So I don't really care about the high school kids. Like I don't want to let them wear eye black and they got all pissed at me that I make them wear like white t-shirt underneath like white socks like i actually i like that though i don't want you wearing wearing eye black at the summer tournament go go out there and kick ass and win a championship high school kids i ban that shit and they get really pissed at me that i make them wear a shirt under their pads oh i like that too though i'm a fan none of my kids do that though yeah if i'm recruiting a kid shirtless i automatically cross cross them off i ain't gonna lie I draw a black marker through his name. I'm like, I don't want a shirtless kid. I ain't gonna lie though. There was a few times I've seen like, like a kid who was wearing no shirt underneath his pads, and he went out there and was like, not the best lacrosse player, but just blew someone the fuck up on a hit. I unscratched his name. Was like, I'm emailing that kid just because you can't teach that. Like that guy has. I late. I recruit high and late hard. Oh, I re- I recruit those those guys with a chip on their shoulder who are gonna light you the fuck up all the time. Dude. Dude, if a kid comes across, like, I feel like coaches all the time are like, well, if we're talking shit to the other team or, like, you do something cheap or dirty, like, you automatically cross on the list. Yo, I'm recruiting you. That gets you circled on my list. Oh, high yeah. late, if you come across high and late, I I don't need to see anything else. I'm, I'm de- immediately calling Ryan Smith from fucking <laughs> Chicago. Me, immediately game on a on a flight to uh, Bloomington to go tour him on campus real quick. Yeah, like, and I'm not kidding either. I'm being serious. Like, if a kid – we have a couple kids on our team now that I recruited them off of one play, and it was just them fucking clean clocking. Dude, I'm I'm the same way. It's just I don't I haven't been able to seal the deal with getting those kids to commit yet. But like I this recently uh, term I saw a kid they were losing, but a guy just had the ball and he was running downfield and some attackman tried to like cut off his pursuit. The kid just trucked him, lowered his shoulder, and just ran right through him. It was yeah. the only play he did all game. I emailed him. Ward Ward call. I don't care. No no oh. Ward dude not even a Ward card just blew him the fuck up and kept running. And I was like. Yeah, I'm circling, but that's all. That's all he did. He, it's not like he was scoring goals or anything like that. But I said, you, you can be a D midi for me. I'll take you. Like, I fuck hell with yeah, you. yeah, hell yeah, dude. We love it. Love it. Love we it. love high and late. Got a couple we, high and late kids. I guarantee. That's the, that's the best slide package. Is high and late. That was my special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about you? The, how about you? That 
best package there is is high and late. High and late is better than the no slide package. Oh, I agree. But how about you, Diz? How was your weekend? Uh, recruiting with the lady friend, upsetting. What? What about? It? Let, let let the listeners hear. What was my weekend? I'm trying to think what I did this weekend. Oh, we had the uh, had a little alumni little alumni game. Oh, how'd so that go? Went about how it always goes. Um, the alumni show up drunk alumni. and uh, speaking of alumni, let me just put a shout out there. Susque, sus, <laughs> sus, susque, Susquehanna. Thirty for thirty. Go out there and donate. Go out there and donate for a well-funded program. Um, they they need the money. Please go out there and donate to Susky Men's Lax for the thirty for thirty challenge. I donated. So should you. I um, I actually had to talk with a. Uh, Coach Stewie Moan about the thirty for thirty challenge uh, yeah, last dude, weekend. He he, he told me great. he told me that he talked to some alumni that are refusing to donate to the program because Susquehanna has not shown that they care about the men's lacrosse program with how they handled assistance and like past stuff and all that. And you know, I'm like, all right, I, I respect that. That's why they that's why they need donors. No, but like the thing is, they won't allow Coach Moan to use his fundraising money however he wants. So. If he wanted to give his assistant a pay raise or do something like that, he's not allowed to. So he's just like, until they treat our program with respect, some players are going to refuse to donate, he said, which I thought was kind of interesting when he brought that up. So what you're saying is I just wasted my money? No, your money's going to go to – he also told me that apparently the kids are asking for swag nonstop, and uh, he's getting harassed by the AD to buy these kids swag. So uh, it's going to go to the kids' swag, and they're going to be happy when they get a, a backpack so – they're getting like a backpack, a jacket, and like all this shit now, and I hope they win. I told Coach Munn I didn't care about swag. I wanted to win games, and he said, "Yeah, these kids just want swag bags." And I said, "Okay." So you're saying I just wasted my two hundred bucks? You might have. You could have just given me your two hundred bucks, and the same thing would have happened. Nothing. I'm kidding. I didn't fucking donate two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't afford that. You probably donated like twenty. <laughs> That's that, there. We go. There we go. Right on. Um, but other than that, weekend was pretty chill. I sun, Sunday, I finally like I just had a day where I could just fucking put my feet up and relax and watch football all day, and it was it was a day in paradise. Nice, and, uh, it was great. But um, definitely have a great question of the day prepared here on deck. By the way, Michigan State up two in double overtime now. Oh, um, 78-76. Yeah, do have a qu- great question of the day on deck. You should be prepared here, so I, I'm expecting a good answer out of you here, Frankie. What game show would you love to see your worst enemy fail on? All right. The game show I'm going to choose is one. I mean, like, there's all different types of game shows. Let me first state state that out. And the game show I'm going to choose is one of the ones I watched a lot when I was younger. I don't know if it's on anymore, unfortunately. But it involved some physical pain if you messed up. And that show was Wipeout. I would love someone who I don't like to go on Wipeout and just watch them wipe out over and over and over again and like specifically like there's a wall where like they had random punching bags or punching fists come out you don't know where the fist is going to come and i would love to see him just get like uppercutted a few times just a few like one or two you know not not too many but yeah wipe out would be my answer because the other ones like you, you just look stupid but this one like brings physical pain and amusement because you don't look athletic when you do it all right that's I like that answer. That's I mean I would I would that used to be like an all time great show honestly. Yeah, it fell off, but you know, so does everything apparently. But uh, what yeah. what do you have, Diz? I feel like there's a bunch of good options here. There are. I'm gonna go with some reality TV though. Some rea- reality TV. I mean, you can go The Bachelor. Naked and Afraid. Yeah, you can go Naked and Afraid. You can go The Great Amazing Race. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Big Brother. Have you ever watched the show Big Brother? No. What's Big Brother, Diz? I actually have not seen that. Dude, you got to check out the show Big Brother. It's like a, it's like a reality TV show slash game show where like 15 people are put into a house for the whole summer and they do like competitions and then like vote each other off like every week. One person gets voted off by the rest of the house every week. Oh, I kind of like that. that that's like interesting. People have like, made up like ruined their life on the show before because they like say something like, Something that you should just never say. So basically, like, if you're on there like with our podcast, if you're on there with our podcast, you'd be voted off, or like your life would be ruined. Well, this kind of leads me to the next point. This <laughs> and the show Survivor. I need to go on one of these shows. Like, I think I'm starting to get to an age and like a point in life where like I can start submitting applications for Survivor. And like, have you ever watched Survivor? Yeah, I like I like Survivor. That that's a show I really so, like. So Big Brother is Survivor, but indoors. Okay. 
room. Like okay. you're actually in like a nice house and like our bed and like it's basically the same exact thing though. Okay. And you're just all right, all right. I like yeah. I, I should check I should check out Big Brother. Then. It sounds like I'd like that. Days, yeah, rather than thirty days, it's like three months. Oh, so like God. in Survivor, every episode someone gets voted off, which is sick. And Big Brother, there's like three episodes per week, and the last episode someone gets voted off a week. I can, I think you know this is a little random, but Diz, I ain't gonna lie. I think you you would do very well at Survivor. I don't know about Big Brother, but Survivor, I think you would do well with. In the wild, Dude, I would I would fucking cross Survivor. This would this would be my flaw in Survivor though. Is like I wouldn't be like very handy around the like camp tribe. What What do you mean by that? Like I'm, I don't know how to make fire. Oh, you, you don't need to. You, Survivor, you're gonna be friends with everyone. I'll scheme them and win the events. Hey, but we, also this would be my flaw on the show of Survivor. It's like I would know people are watching. So like maybe like even trying like one, I'm obviously gonna go super hard to win. But I think like low key, I'd be pulling pranks on like the other guests and trying to like make viewers like laugh. You know what I mean? Like why do why like if someone pissed <laughs> me off in the show. If someone pissed me off in the show, I think I would like while they're sleeping take their clothes and like throw them in the fire. Yeah, I, that's how you get voted off. <laughs> yeah, wake up the next morning and be like, I don't know who did, who did that, who did that. You know I, what I mean? Or like I would dump out all the rice in like the camp. I ain't gonna lie, I I would actually love to see you on Survivor. I would actually be a very big fan, and I think you'd be a fan favorite because of how toxic you are, and that that that's all good stuff though. Dude, I'm not toxic. What no, talking? no, no. What, what do you call that? If you're if I'm sleeping, you throw my clothes in the fire. That's that's toxic. Oh yeah, I mean for the show. Yeah, I yeah. No, I'm talking about on the show. I'm I saying you would be a fan like favorite because you do time. shit like that. Like I'm actually surprised people don't do that more often. Like now, maybe it's like against the rules to throw your clothes in the fire, but like, dude, I would come back to the camp and I would just make everyone else suffer, and I know I'd be all right. I yeah, right? I would. Yeah. I would like, play mental games. You'd have to go mental right. warfare. Yeah, exactly. Mental warfare. I, I agree with that. It's a point where it's like every man for themselves, if not tribe versus tribe, I would make everyone else starve because there would be like six people in the group that are just like mentally weak and they like wouldn't be able to compete in the challenge because they like didn't have their rice that day or like they're like shooken up by like what the happened rice. at camp. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I all right, you, all right, here's the goal. We gotta get you to make a video, and then we'll post it or submit it so you can get chosen. I hope Iwu doesn't have an issue with you either not being at the lacrosse season or recruiting because you're too busy collecting dude, the bag. I think I think it would I think I think it would help with recruiting. To be honest with you, they'd be like, "Dude, I want to go play for that guy." <laughs> yeah, I I would. I ain't gonna lie, but um, yeah, I guess go I guess go home, dude. I'd be I'd be like so fucking ruthless in the show too. Like, like I hate when people are like they make like a decision with their heart on the show. Rather than like making the decision with like the, the smart move, you know what I mean? That's going oh, yeah. on the game. You know, the, and I'm sure it's easier said than done when you actually like form a relationship and form a friendship with someone. But at the same time, I'd be like, "Fucking see you never." The the thing the thing I'll say is this: two 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 quick thoughts. Number one is this: a show that actually they're the same thing. Two shows I would personally not want to fail on if I was on reality TV. Survivor, sure, but I would not want to be in Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. Because he would just rip you a new one if you don't know how to boil water or anything like that. And that'd be terrifying. And then, dude, if you're on The Bachelorette and that girl doesn't give you the rose or whatever in the first week, like, that sucks. That's that's what I have to say. Imagine if you go there, you're on The Bachelorette, and you're the first guy who's, like, kicked off. You're like, damn, that was kind of a waste of time. Dude, I think I think the show The Bachelorette is, like, one of the cringiest things of all time. I had a uh, former high school football coach who was on, like, season three or two. And in the first episode, like, you're supposed to, like, meet the girl and, like, give her, like, a rose or give her a gift and all that to, like, ignite, like, the the romantic flames. And this chick rolls up to him and is like, hey, how are you? He's like, hey, I'm doing well. How are you? She's like, so, where's my gift? And the guy says, stone cold, like, straight, I am the gift. He was merely immediately, <laughs> immediately voted off, didn't make it the next week, but he's like, I am the gift. And, yeah, then he he lost right away. But that that was electric when I when I heard that. But like back, I think like the only nervous thing about like reality TV shows like that, like Survivor, like if I was the first one voted off, I would be like so fucking embarrassed. Like my yeah. pride would be like seriously hurt. Seriously, it would be very bad. hurt. No, like, none of you guys like, liked me. Okay, yeah, yeah, dude. Like I don't think my ego could ever recover for the rest of my life. Like, See, that's why. That's why if you were on Survivor, you'd have to make sure you wouldn't fuck with people till after the first voting. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like even if like I especially show like Survivor, if you know you're going out, oh then you yeah, fuck go out guns blazing, fuck dude. yeah, fuck you're making you're making I'm them. Going, yeah, I'm going down guns blazing, bro. Well, it's also like I mean like those type of shows like 
Survivor, Bachelor, whatever. If you're if you're rememberable, you could go out first. But if you do something rememberable, you'll you'll take off in other shows and be invited to go somewhere because you cause drama and entertainment. And maybe I can just become a reality TV star. Yeah, I you know instead of Jersey Shore, how about we have Bloomington? Hell no! When I'm a reality TV star, <laughs> I'm moving somewhere else. <laughs> I, I think I could. I think I could make a great reality TV star. Honestly. I agree. You yeah, me, I think we could be like excellent on like some fucking like. Imagine we were on Amazing Race, you and I, were on Amazing Race. I, to be honest, I don't know how successful we'd be at Amazing Race. Dude, I think we would dominate Amazing Race because again, I would sabotage the other teams. I, it's not that I, we I thought I, I haven't seen Amazing Race. That I, I, would, I would somehow find a way to sabotage the other teams. You know what I mean? Like fucking like tell the cops that they just like you see another team, be like, officer. I would just, just like, I would just, me. I would just pay, I would just pay some bystanders to beat the shit out of them. Hey, yeah. cut them like off. Hey, I'm in amazing race. You want me to win? Cut those fuckers off and let me, and I'll give you a cut and just yeah. keep going. You see, they jump into a taxi cab and you like slash the tires real quick. <laughs> Tell the taxi cab to take them the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, and then but, and then once we're on an amazing race, next thing you know, we're on the next show. We're on the Bachelor together. Oh fuck yeah! But I hope not because you have a lady friend, so she could be, she could be like the Bachelorette. <laughs> all right well hey all right, all right we're gonna we're gonna transition to our next topic so uh do you have a biggest loser for this week you, you know from well let me just let me just you know what my biggest loser actually is gonna be i'm gonna change it since the time that we started the show until now my biggest loser is technology Frankie. yeah let me just tell you dude there's nothing that pisses me off more than when you're trying to watch a game like a big game zone and you're like fired up you finally get to watch it and the technology doesn't work. Like the ESPN app, it'll say like user error or something and it doesn't fucking work. And I'm telling you, like my patience immediately is gone after that. And it drives me up a fucking wall. So I'm going to go with technology. And then also, let me say this, NFL officiating dude, is the only occupation in the entire world to where you can absolutely botch something and suck so bad and no repercussions are happening. Yeah, like, like with that, with that, with that Buffalo Bills catch that forced overtime. Yeah, dude, I'm just saying it. Fucking general. No, like, I was just giving you an example from this past weekend, the Gabe Davis yeah, one. Like it's yeah. so fucking horrible, and there's never ever ever repercussions. It'd be like, dude, if you like, you're the fucking, you're a pilot, and you fucking crash a plane, and nothing's done about it. That'd be pretty because bad. Like, all right, see you tomorrow morning. You know I, what I, mean? I actually like saw you guys like survived the plane crash or like you fucked up like the you didn't necessarily crash but like you fucked up something kind of made like something like semi major and they were just like all right see you in the morning or like you fucking taught second grade and you dropped three f bombs and the principal was just like okay go back to class yeah and that's what the NFL officiating is dude they can be so bad and there's never ever repercussions it's the only it's the only job in the world. Where you can suck at your job, make a serious error, and nothing's done about it. I, I saw something on like social media and all that where someone came up with a thought, and I actually like this. You either find the refs for missing calls or like making bad calls like that, or you get them to the podium. You have media qu- people just grill them with questions. So like for example, that guy who missed the Zach Ertz face mask. So how did you not see the face mask there? You didn't see his head get pulled down. And the guy's just put on blast like you really fucked up and sucked at your job. Like I'd be a or- fan for that. Yeah, or it can just be consistent with every other job, and if you fuck up, you get fired. Yeah, but that one's not going to happen. We know that. Why? Because they're they're. But, they're but that's that's my point. Is yeah, like, I, I don't have a reason. Yeah, just because any job in the world, if you make a serious error that greatly affects the outcome of something, you get fired. I agree with that. That you know, this might be the first episode, episode thirty four, over a year into the podcast. You're speaking the most sense I've ever heard before in my life. Baltimore didn't play. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'll say, I'll say, I guess my biggest loser, which is going to help transition to our next topic. All right. My biggest loser right now is the uh, World Cup that's about to start. Uh, the reasoning why it's my biggest loser, it's not because it's played in Qatar, even though those things were very, very bad with how the stadium was made. It's just so many great players are just getting hurt left and right because it's in the middle of the season and they're just missing the World Cup. Like today, a new player for team france let me pull it up real quick for the notes it was you know who's healthy is usa usa is healthy because none of their guys played on the on the, <laughs> on the elite teams they're all on the bench 
But uh, no, it's like it's like Nagano of uh, France is now out. Um, I'm pretty sure it's France. And it's just like a bunch of people are just getting hurt left and right. And we're going to miss a lot of great names like Paul Pogba is one of them. We're missing Marcus Reyes. And it's just going to be very, very sad for that. And then the other thing about the World Cup is also like apparently it's like if you're seen like trying to have intercourse with a female, you could go to jail. If you're drinking and doing stuff like that, you could go to jail. And they're just being very, very strict with like their rules. And then it costs, I think I saw somewhere where it said it costs like $97 for a beer or some shit like that. Like something outrageous, like, like something so stupid for a beer. Dude, my favorite thing about the World Cup that they're doing that sounds really dumb and they're not realizing it's dumb is like apparently there's like a massive drunk tank. Yeah, they're doing that. Yep. Dude, but like how horrible of an idea is it to put a bunch of drunk Americans in the same drunk tank as a bunch of like people from France? Dude, that you're not you're drunk Americans aren't the issue. I, I'm worried about the drunk right, Brazil. I'm worried about the drunk Brazilians with the drunk Germans with the drunk Yeah. Like I'm that's worried about saying, those like, people who actually like love soccer. Yeah. That sounds like a recipe for disaster, dude. Yeah, like, it is. Something horrible is going to happen there. It is, but I did see a little video of uh, that came out like yesterday or today, and it was oh, like, oh, by the way, sorry, not to cut you off, but this drunk tank, by the by the way, is in the middle of Qatar. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and and speaking of Qatar, I saw I saw a video where like the country of Qatar was paying people to dress up as fans for the countries. Like I saw people dressed up in red and white for England, painted with England, like doing England chants and they're clearly not English and they're rolling through. And then I saw people like, like they did for all the different countries. They paid people to be their fans and make it look like a shit ton of fans were there at the moment, which I thought was kind of funny as well. Um, When you're in Qatar, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. But this, so transitioning. So world cup starts the following week, which I'm very, very excited for. I've been counting down the days. Uh, because my hammers have been struggling. We need the World Cup break to try and regroup. Uh, but Diz, off your top of your head, give me the teams that you think qualify to the next round of the World I Cup. Mean, I'm fired the fuck up for the World Cup. It starts at 4 a.m. Central Time. Last games every day are 1 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it's going to be glorious. USA on Monday. Um, and it just falls into perfect time for me where I'm going to be able to, again, put my feet up on a Monday Sit back, relax, enjoy a rum and coke, a one p.m. rum and coke, Ooh. and uh, and watch away. So, if anyone wants to join Frank and I's Zoom World Cup party on Monday at one p.m. Central Time, two p.m. Eastern, slide us a DM on our Instagram, follow us on Instagram at the Frank and Diz Show. All right, slide into our DMs. Let us know you want to join the Zoom party at one p.m. Central, two p.m. Eastern time to get drunk, a little day drunk on a Monday, and watch. USA take on Wales. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'm fired up. Maybe we should even do a live podcast that night, Froggy. I'd be, I would not be opposed to. I mean, the one thing I'll say is this, you know, I'm excited to see Gareth Bale. Uh, I'm a fan of him, and especially because he just won the MLS Cup with LAFC. But, I mean, I'm just looking at the, the groups right now on my on my computer, and Diz, there are a lot of lot of potential winners right now that, that could come out. Like, that, that that's the theme. I think only – I think there's like eight teams that could potentially win it all. I think I think you might be right about that. I think, and unfortunately, I don't think the USA is one of them, which kind of sucks to say. But you know, we're the healthiest. We are the healthiest. We may not be the most talented, but we are the healthiest because all of our good athletes like playing football instead of soccer. Um, but you know, Let's I start with Group A here, Froggy. In Group A, I think Group A is kind of a little more predictable. Uh, even though I know, where is it? I think it's Senegal. Yeah, Senegal. There they are. Uh, I don't think uh, Mane is playing with them, but I still have Netherlands taking the group and then Senegal coming in second over Ecuador and then Qatar, the host, coming fourth. Netherlands, by the way, little spoiler alert, they're who I'm rooting for to win it all besides America, obviously. Get in the future, bet. Netherlands to win it all. I think they're sitting at plus 1,200 right now. Um, They have the easiest group, easiest guarantee to at least make it out of the group. Um, Netherlands. To win it all, I think they're sitting at plus 1,200. I'm loving that bet. So lock that in. So I'm going with the Netherlands to come out of Group A, and I'm going with the host country, baby. Yeah, Qatar. Okay. I always got to send it to the host country. Okay. And I remember when South Africa was in it, I think they at least won their first game. And I think they might I think they drew. I think they drew the first game. I think they came out of the group stage, South Africa. Did. They did not come out of the group stage. I know that. In 2010? Sure? Yeah, in 2010? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they did. You can fact check it, but I'm pretty sure they didn't. All right. Well, either way, I'm taking the host country, Qatar, 
these Kotorians are going to be fired the fuck up watching their home team play. Yeah, they um, are. There's so many fans. So I'm going Netherlands and Qatar to come out of Group A. Who do you have for uh, Group B? Group B, um, England for sure. And then it's going to be a toss-up between USA and Wales, but I'm always going USA, yeah. USA, USA. I have a um, the most healthy team in the World Cup, United States of America, greatest country on earth. Trump's army comes out on top. I actually have um, England winning and the USA coming in second, but I don't think it's going to be a toss-up between USA and Wales. I think it's a toss-up between USA and Iran, and uh, I I think USA pulls it out. Should be a tough one, but uh, yeah, England and USA, which brings us to Group C. In Group C, I had a little trouble here. I think Argentina takes the group, but I was trying to figure out who comes in second. Do I choose Mexico or Poland? I don't think Saudi Arabia is going to compete with either of those teams. I think Lewandowski of Poland is going to be too much, and then Mexico has an overall solid team. I watched them play USA a few times. So I'm actually going to give the CONCACAF of North America, that region, a little, little friendly bet with Mexico. And I think they come in second. And, you know, that's going to be looking good for us, for the CONCACAF, where people think soccer is not as successful. I got a spot on agree with you there, Frankie. When it comes to tacos and soccer, you don't bet against the Mexican. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because they're kind of dirty. Dude, they they they, 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 they are the solid. They are solid. Yeah, they live by the high and late motto. I'm about it. Well, the one the one thing I know I know these stadiums have like AC in them, but I think they're just going to be more successful, which is nice. But uh, for Group D, uh, who do you have? I think I think this one. I think pretty. France. France is a favorite for a lot of people to repeat in the World Cup. The defending World Cup champions, yep. French, are going to come out in Group D, and then I got Denmark coming out as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think that group's pretty. What is it? Australia. Australia is in there, and Tunisia. Yeah. Is that team? Yep. Yeah, I, I'm not bet on either of those. Fuckers. Yeah, I think I think that group is one of the more straightforward ones, and that that is not surprising at all that you chose those teams. I'm going to agree with you there with France taking it and then Denmark coming in second uh, for Group E. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. I I would say this is this is probably one of the group of deaths, um, and I'm personally gonna have to say that I'm going with Germany taking the group. Actually, no. I'm gonna go with Spain taking the group and Germany coming in second. Last I second agree. chance. Last second chance. Agree. I always gotta go with my study abroad. Barcelona. Spain is definitely another team. I'm gonna put in a future bet to win it all too. Spain and Netherlands are my two future bets going to put in so i'm going with spain and germany as well to come out but i do think japan's good i think japan could potentially like it wouldn't surprise me if japan came out because i think japan's actually pretty solid no, yeah J- japan and costa rica are both solid it's just those are the two juggernauts so that's why i have them both going um that's a tough group dude holy shit it is uh for group f who do you have i got belgium at number one yeah, and then I think I'm going Croatia coming out as well. Croatia I think, coming out on top. I think those are the two safe bets. I think Canada is good. It's just I think Croatia is going to be just a little more talented, like deeper, more depth. I don't know when they play exactly each other, but if it's later on, it could help Croatia more if they have more players to choose from. So yeah, I'm going to go. I with, think, what? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say I'm going with Belgium. I was just going to say I think the Canadians are going to be shook by the country of Qatar. They, they like, could totally be shell shocked. mental welfare, dude. They could. They're going to be shell shocked, which is why I'm going with Belgium and Croatia. And I just personally don't think Morocco has it, even though I know there are some good players on there. Uh, shout out uh, Aguera, whoever his name on West Ham, but I just don't think they're going to compete for Group C. All right, Group C. I have Brazil and Cameroon. Those are the two teams I'm choosing. Yes, Group C: Brazil and Cameroon. Group G, Frankie. Group G. I'm dyslexic. That is my fault. That looked like a C <laughs> for a good, good, good couple minutes there. But yes, Group G. I'm choosing Brazil and Cameroon. Can we just hold? I said Group G, and you said yes, Group C. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, low alt, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, I got Brazil I agree. and Cameroon. Agreeance there too. Brazil and Cameroon as well. Neymar could be yeah. playing in his last World Cup. Yep. He might come out on top with the golden boot as well when it's all said and done. I think. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked though if Switzerland came in second. It's just for I I I can't choose European teams every single time, so I'm going to mix it up for that group. And then for the last group, see, we said Group E was a group of death, but this Group H is also very very tough. Also with Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea, um, I think that's going to be a dogfight. I think Portugal takes the group. But it's going to be a dogfight for the second spot, and that second spot, it, I'm leaning, I'm leaning 
towards the USA's Achilles heel in Ghana. I think they might take it, but I want to see Uruguay instead because I think it might be Luis Suarez's last World Cup if he's on. I'm pretty sure he's on the team, but I'm going with Portugal and Ghana coming off Group 8. I'll mix it up then. I'm going to go with Portugal and Uruguay coming out, but I actually kind of want to see Ghana come out. That would be kind of like Ghana. Uh, look, at, look, look at Diz and I, man. Look yeah. at us. Choosing the yeah, opposite teams good. and room for the opposite ones. You know, that's fun. I'm choosing one team. He's rooting for them. I'm, he's choosing the other. I'm rooting for them. Uh, that's nice. But out of those 18, uh, whatever, 2, 4, 6, 8, and 12 16. teams, whoever the fuck it is. 16. 16. Bronx, 8 times 2 is 16. Diz is past my bedtime here because we delayed the podcast. Let me have my math struggles, all right? I count to 11, and that's it. Um, for the players on the field, if you don't know. Uh, who do you have? Who are your favorites? Who are you thinking? Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I'm rooting, like, obviously I'm rooting for USA, USA, USA. Um, we love the Americans, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with Netherlands and Spain are the two teams. I think Brazil though is in the mix too. Again, I mean, there's a lot of teams, but I'm going to put my money, my betting money, my hard earned betting money on a Netherlands future at plus 1200 for all you betters out there. Cause I think one, they have the easiest group and two, I just like the Netherlands. I couldn't tell you a single person on it, but Amsterdam was fucking sick, and I'm pretty sure that's in the Netherlands. So they must be sick at soccer because um, Amsterdam is about as good as it fucking gets. That place is Fantasy Island, um, even though it's not an island. It's still fucking Fantasy World. So, so I'm going with the Netherlands, and I'm going with the home abroad program, Barcelona, the Espanyols in Spain. I, um, I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, those two teams won't win it. I like the picks, but... I'm going to tell you right now, you know, the top teams, you got Argentina, Brazil. I think those two teams could win it. And I think Portugal could win it also. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my, my, my three teams, three teams to win it besides the USA. I got England because that's my study abroad program. And you know what? They had a good World Cup last time. I think they were banged. They're not banged up. They looked shaky before the World Cup. I think they can regroup and bounce back. Uh, Germany because they are the machines, and they do what they do always. And then I'm going to go with Argentina. I think Messi, Messi, Messi gets his gets his World Cup and rides off into the sunset as the greatest soccer player ever. Okay, all right. I wouldn't mind seeing Messi win as much, but uh, I like Ronaldo more. But again, Barcelona, we like Messi. Yeah, um, you, ha- you have to. I just know I'm fired up. It's going to be a great next three weeks. Like the next three weeks in sports is about as good as it gets with college football, NFL. Um, you got college, big time college basketball coming on, and the World Cup. Like I think these next three weeks is probably like going to be the greatest like three weeks in sports watching. It's um, going. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. The best, the best, the best stretch though is like the Wednesday night, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Then you have Thanksgiving where you can wake up at five a.m. and just watch football all day. And then the following day, that Black Friday, England versus USA. It's going to be a great, great, glorious day for us. I'm very, very excited. But, Diz, this is transitioning us to our next sport, all right? Now, I'll give you the options. Which one do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about college football or do you want to talk about NFL football? Let's talk about NFL. All right. No college football this week, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a lot to talk about the NFL. Now, before we got about 20 minutes left, all right? I, yep. And this is why I'm asking you. Before we start, Diz, I'm going to read you some stats from a specific player. This is called QBA, Okay. I want you to try and guess who he is. In the last three games, his stats. QBA in the last three games has had a 57.4% completion percentage, three TDs, six six interceptions, a quarterback rating of 66.8, two rushing TDs with 219 rushing yards. He's one and two. Who is QBA? Josh Allen. That's a correct answer right there. And you know what, guys? The reason why I'm bringing up Josh Allen right now is because he went from playing like an MVP to complete dog shit, costing his team two games. If you watch, I'm assuming you watched the quote-unquote game of the year with the Bills and the Vikings, right? Yeah, it was It was actually like a, one of the wilder endings I've ever seen. 100% crazy game, very entertaining. But that they, they literally gave that game away to Kirk Cousins. They literally gave it away with Josh Allen throwing an interception in the red zone twice. And then, I don't know. I want I want you to roast Josh Allen the way you would roast a specific number eight for fumbling the ball on the half-yard line. Imagine if you're a D-end linebacker corner and you stop Kirk Cousins on fourth and goal on the half-yard line to win the game. 
You go off from the field. You're celebrating. You're celebrating with the fans, staying on the benches like they were. And then you turn around here, touchdown, quarterback fumbled the ball. How would you react? I would be pissed. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go out there and, like, pants the guys. That, that, no, no, no. I want you, Diz, you know, deep down, you would give someone a lot harder time if he was that guy. I'll tell you this in primetime games, also, Josh Allen is not who we say he is. Josh Allen has turned out to be a fraud right, right now. Right, I'm just saying. Chill. This is my problem with sports analysts. I feel like I've seen a couple of things that people were saying, like, Josh Allen's the problem. No, I'm not saying he's the problem. I'm just saying. We need to ridicule him the same way you ridicule a certain number eight when he messes up and doesn't play his best. That's like, what I'm saying. You gotta watch the game though. Like you watch the game and you're like, all right, this guy's a fucking baller. Yeah, and then I watched the game. One, he, of his, one of his picks in the game came on like a fourth and goal. Like it was either he was gonna like throw it out of bounds, they were gonna turn it over anyway, or he was gonna force something in and it got picked off. And then his pick to end the game was god awful. His pick to end the game was absolutely abysmal. If this absolutely was uh and the fumble at his own goal line, I'm in agreement with you. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. But, like, let's not forget, like, he's still a fucking baller. Let, let's not forget, though, if this was a different player on a different team with a different number, you would have been calling for his head right away, calling him the biggest loser and all this stuff. So I just want you to realize you're but giving – Josh Allen's won playoff games. He, he's what, what, two playoff games? And, like, should have won the other. But, like, all I'm saying is this. He played bad. The last three stats, you heard that. Not good for a quarterback. I want you to go for his head also the same way you were going for a certain quarterback. He's been awful. But what I'm saying is people are like, he's the problem. And it's like, no, like he's actually the only reason they're still in that game by any means. And it's like he like if he wants to be a top three, top five quarterback, one, let's just let's just say it how it is. Him and Patrick Mahomes, they're not on the same level. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is way above. Significantly better. Than, He's like, phenomenal. Everyone, everyone else in the league, like it's pretty obvious that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. If you just watch the games, oh yeah, hundred percent. If you watch the games, I think Josh Allen, when he's playing good, is equivalent to like Patrick Mahomes. But the problem is he makes too many mistakes. I agree with that, but I just like, want you to hold talent, him accountable the same wise, way. Talent wise, I think he's there, but like overall execution wise, Patrick Mahomes is on a different stratosphere. Because Josh Allen makes too many critical mistakes in key moments. Like you said, I mean, the interception at the end of overtime to end the game was actually, like, really bad. Because I don't know who the fuck he was throwing the ball to. And it was, to like, the Vikings. second down. He was throwing, yeah, it, was like he was throwing it to the Vikings. It was, like, second and ten. And I think the problem is, actually, with Josh Allen is he doesn't have Brian Dabble there. Because Brian Dabble for the Giants has proven to hold people accountable and get in their ear and chew them out. And I think Josh Allen needs a guy like that. And they don't have that right now. All I'm going to say is this, though. When a certain quarterback who I like, who I support all the time, scored three points, whatever, in the second half, you roasted him. Josh Allen scored six points in the second half, three at the end of the game. That shouldn't have happened off a terrible, terrible call by the refs calling that a catch. So I just want to make sure we all hear this, ladies and gentlemen, that Diz right here, you may have a vendetta against no, Lamar. I'm telling you right we may now. Have, you may have a vendetta against Lamar. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Right now, he was awful. I'm saying right now, like he's I'm just, saying, you would be more passionate and heated up. You would be more passionate and heated up if that was a different quarterback who blew, who was up double digits and they could only score three points at the very end of the game. <laughs> but the name of the show is where passion meets the mic and where we expose fraud quarterbacks. And right now, the number Josh one fraud, not fraud. He's not a fraud. He has been the last three games. But no, he's been, he's just played bad the last two games. Doesn't mean he's a fraud. I'm gonna say he is a frog because I don't have the stat at the top of my head, but he's not been as he has not been as good in primetime situational games as you were thinking. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. There are stats to back that up. Did he just beat Baltimore in prime time? No, we played them at one o'clock. Well, his game this past week was at one o'clock too. No, I know, and I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying in primetime situations, when I'm gonna bring up Lamar on Monday night football, he's a dog on Monday night football, and that's a primetime situation. That's all I can say. I have stats to back that up, but I can show you if you want me to. Not on the podcast. How is he a dog? Yeah, I'd love to hear the stats in this. Actually, you want you want to hear you want to hear Lamar's stats for Monday Night Football? Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lamar Jackson when he plays on Monday Night Football, you just know he's going to put on a show. Okay, for Monday Night Football, Lamar Jackson has one thousand two hundred thirty-nine passing yards, five hundred forty-three rushing yards. 13 touchdowns to zero interceptions and 118.2 QBR passer rating. 
That's what we call a baller on Monday Night Football. I think, I think you might have just made that shit up. I have the stats right here to back it up. I'm looking and reading the stats right now. Come on now. But I think, that, but I think this is like something that Baltimore just randomly posts. Oh my god, that's not a, that's not a Baltimore account. I got it from. Come on now, I gave him other stuff. Come on now. I mean, I think it's. I think if again, we pulled we pulled the viewers. They told us how they feel. Yeah, and, and our, that's because you that's because you like spill, speaking poison into their ears again, about certain I'm gonna, people. I'm gonna, again, I'm going to go back to my original point. I actually root for Lamar Jackson in the play in the regular season. Yeah, because because you think he's going to choke prime time. That's in the regular season. I actually root for Lamar Jackson. I've always said this on the show. In the regular season, I'm a huge Lamar Jackson fan because I love nothing's better than turning on Comedy Central in January in the playoffs. There's nothing better than Comedy and, Central. And you call you calling it Comedy Central just proves my point. You have a vendetta against them. But ladies and gentlemen, let's stop yeah, talking love, about love, a love guy. Love let's stop talking about a guy who was on the bye week. And let's stop talking about the guy who fucked up this past week. I have two things to ask you, Diz, all right? Number one is this. Are Kirk Cousins and the Vikings a legit threat to your Eagles for the NFC Championship? And what happened last night in your game or Monday night? Well, I think, I think first of all, yes, I think they are. Because I think the Eagles have a legitimate concern with their defensive line. I think, defensive I think it's just you guys are just injured. You guys just aren't healthy anymore. But I think that's a total bullshit excuse. I mean, see, it's, it is an excuse, but it's true. Football. But it's football, dude. You're going to get hurt. Players are going to get hurt. So it's a bullshit excuse when people are like, oh, we're injured. Fuck that, dude. It's fucking football. What do you expect? It's a high-contact sport. Players are going to get hurt. You're going to get injured. It's a matter of those teams that fight through it. I, I think in the playoffs, sometimes it comes down to who's healthiest, sure. But like at the same time, you got to fucking overcome and, over and adapt. I agree. Contact sport injuries are going to happen, and it's not like they're that that banged up. Fletcher Cox, for one, his time I love him to death, but his time's coming on, so he can't play eighty percent of the snaps. So when Jordan Davis is hurt, they have to play Fletcher Cox a lot, and he's got to figure it the fuck out because he's not being good. Robert Quinn, they traded a fourth round pick for. All of a sudden, they have playing linebacker and not rushing rushing on the edge. He's been fucking terrible, and then they had the best cornerback in the league. He looked horrible last night. And they don't do well. They don't do press coverage with him. They sit him off and let him have cushions. It's like third and four, and they're not doing press coverage. I'm like, dude, all they got to do is run a quick curl or a slant, and it's gonna be a first down every time. How, how for 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 the first two drives or first drive, not the one that they fumbled, but like that they scored on. How many how many like third down conversions did the Commanders have? Like eight? Like well, well, it was because the Eagles couldn't stop the run. First and second down, they would run it every time. So then all they would have to do is convert like a third and two. And it's like they would get that every single time because the defensive line, the run stop is, oh, it's a legitimate concern. It's a legitimate concern because I think they can run the ball. They can keep the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands. And when the Eagles, for some reason, they didn't, they decided not to run the ball the whole first half. Well, so dude, the thing is, the Eagles, I mean, for the second drive or the last drive, I understand that. But also, if, like, if you look at time of possession, that was the big issue for you guys. Like, in the first half, it was like 30 minutes to like nine minutes. Because the defense couldn't get off the field, they couldn't stop the run. But even and when they great. did, even when they did, at like right before the end of halftime, you guys went three and out. Jalen Hurts went three and out. He only, if you look at that game, Jalen Hurts only had two good drives that whole game. Meh. no, it's not true. You scored twenty one points. He only had okay the first. Yeah, but I'm saying two of the drives were hurt by fumbles. So yeah, Jalen Hurts in the offense only had. Or dumb interceptions, like he, like I don't know. No, it wasn't it. a dumb interception either. It's a pass that AJ Brown would catch tomorrow. Hit him right which, in the hand. Which which one are you? The one that happened in the first half. The bomb to AJ Brown. Yeah, that hit him right in the hands and then somehow landed in the defender's hands. Did that? Did that? Did that? Did that hit the hands? Hit AJ Brown right in the hands and like went through them and landed in the defender's hands. It was That's like a weird. terrible break. And it like it was a catch that AJ Brown's gonna make nine times out of ten. So three so Eagles caught three horrible breaks. The officials was not the reason they lost, but they had some shitty calls. Uh, but they they didn't play good enough to win because they had three really bad breaks. The interception by Hertz that hit AJ Brown in the hands, the Dallas Goddard fumble that was a blatant face mask. That's the only one that I'm actually very pissed off about. Just the face Dude, mask being somehow, missed. Like, I don't know how you missed that. Yeah, that, like, that's the only one I'm pissed about. Regional that you missed that. And then the third was the Quez Watkins fumble, where it was a 50-yard bomb. He gets up, 
and then he tries to run and gets stripped from behind. And it's like if he doesn't get stripped there, they have the ball down by, I think, were they down by two at the time maybe? I think so, yeah. On the 10-yard line, first down. So it's like they caught three horrible breaks, played awful, and they mental, still – Dude, had, they had mental mistakes oh, also. Breaks, actually, four breaks because then the Brandon Graham played at the end of the game where they called him for the uh, unnecessary roughness in the quarterback. Look, here's, here's another take. By the rules, that is a foul. Here's another take I have on the NFL. I agree with you. I think that is the right call. Like the ref didn't have a choice. Yeah. But to call. But the NFL promotes not playing hard. I agree. You physically can't play as hard as you can in the NFL because you have to be conscious of penalty. Because then a couple drives before that, Garner Johnson cracked a guy. Was still the guy was still in bounds, and they called him for a late hit because he, like you have to pull up. And it's like, how can you expect? Imagine a 35 year old, 280 pound guy running full speed to tackle the quarterback, not listening. He's not listening for a fucking whistle. There's crowd noise going on. Oh, it's very loud. Yeah. And in the last second, he's supposed to pull up on the quarterback. What's that? It's, I, I, I don't think the whistle's the problem. Five year old man, bro. I don't think how the, the hell is he supposed to do that? I don't think the whistle's the problem. I think the the problem is he was, like a quarterback's not expecting to go down on a knee right there. Exactly. Dude. That's so, the like, that's the that's the tough part. It's not like right. he he's not like he was purposely trying to hit him. Like he just like was running, and then Heineke made the smart play to go down for the knee to waste time, and the guy tried to pull up at the last second and slightly ran into him. So like, right. like I don't think he his intent was bad, but like by rule book, it's like, well, fuck, dude, that's that is the right call. It's just that's just like a gray area where Heineke kind of like found a loophole. I feel like. No, dude, I agree. It's the right call. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. It fucking infuriated me. Like I actually thought I was gonna break my TV. I yeah, was I like, felt, I felt bad. That that's a shitty way to lose the game. Furious, but because it, it, it is the right call, but at the same time, the NFL promotes not playing as hard as you can because like you actually have to be like consciously thinking. About pulling up on guys. Oh, especially about, especially like, the quarterback, dude. Yeah. Especially on the quarterback. I'm 25, 195 pounds. If I'm running full speed, like it, I would fucking get hurt trying to pull up. Imagine being 35, 280 pounds and having to do that. Like it's not it's happening. Impossible. So the NFL has made it now impossible to play full speed and to give max effort. Is what I is my true true belief. And like, dude, like I think someone needs to put a fucking end to it, or like we all need to come together and just stop watching. The NFL, honestly. Um, all right. So the last thing we're going to just ask you is this. What? You shut down the stop watching the NFL idea? I mean, I can't support not max effort. No, 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 no. I can. It's just because of the time. I, I just want to ask you if there are any other thoughts for the game that's all, for, uh, from other games that you saw. I mean, the fucking Eagles was extremely disappointing because that would have been a huge win because the Packers – Coming out with a win against Dallas was exciting as hell to watch. Shout out Christian Watson with the three touchdowns for um, Green Bay. And the thing is, I think he should have had five. If you watch, he's the game, good. He, he's he's ooh. solid. He he's Aaron Rodgers' new favorite wide receiver, dude. Because he's always open, but he should have had five touchdowns. One of them he pulled up because he wasn't expecting the ball to come his way. That was a deep bomb. He should have easily had five touchdowns, and he still had three. So. Um, maybe I don't know if Green Bay's figured out. I just don't think Dallas is that good, to be honest with you. No, I their agree with you. Exposed. Their defense kind of got exposed. Dak Prescott is like a very average quarterback. If and I that, think Dallas is I think no, I think I think you're right. I, I think the Cowboys got exposed not being that good, and Green Bay, I think, could come in as a wild card if they can figure it out. Um I, I just want to say my two takeaways from this past week are this. All right. Number one is Congrats to Jeff Saturday for going out there. He tweeted, dude, he tweeted like a month ago or whatever, the Raiders are some ass. And he went out there and coached and beat the Raiders, which I thought was kind of cool. So shout out to that. But no, the big one is this. Even though they lost, Justin Fields, dude, he's been on a rampage the past few weeks. And the thing I'm going to say is this, all right? I think Lamar Jackson's better than Justin Fields. However, let me get to my point. However, the way Justin Fields is playing Lamar should be playing like, all right? Because he's more faster and more athletic than he is when it comes to running. But Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, has listened to too many haters, all right, about how he can't throw. So he's trying to stay in the pocket to show he can throw where he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's fast as fuck. He should run. But he's trying to prove those people wrong. And you know what? The way Justin Fields is playing, he's he's playing phenomenal. He scored 30 points. He's like 13 TDs in the last three games or something like that. 
Dude, he had like 170 yards rushing again. He's the first quarterback ever to have in the same game or same week or same season have a 60 plus yard touchdown run. Like he's 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 it. He's he's figured it out. It's just now he needs help. And yeah. I, I I that's all I got for the Bears. Like he's good. They just need help. Um, other than that, I think I'm going to give you an updated uh, prediction because we are halfway through the season, and uh, I was just going to say this. My new Super Bowl prediction, I'm not having the Packers make it anymore. I'm going to have the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but it's going to be Eagles-Ravens Eagles, because I think the Ravens get healthy and we sneak out the two-seed over the Bills who don't win their division, and we go to Arrowhead ourselves and beat the Chiefs. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I think, I think Eagles-Ravens – Eagles Ravens Super Bowl Frankie like would be terrible for me. And I actually I genuinely believe it would end our friendship. I'm not I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're probably right. But those are the teams I'm, I think I'm, not trying to be, I'm genuinely not trying to be a funny guy here, but I actually No, you're not. I think you're right. It would put an end to our show and actually put an end to our friendship. So like I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I I hope it doesn't not because I would end our relationship because I wouldn't be talking shit but because you would be talking shit to me. Um, yeah, I, I think if the Eagles lost that, I just honestly honestly I would just have no interest in ever seeing you again. To be I, honest, Frank. I wouldn't talk to you for a couple months and then I'd hit you up and you'd be fine. But those are the teams I'm going with. I will say my sleeper horses for the NFC. See, I I like the Vikings. I just personally think when it comes to primetime games, they're just not going to do it. So I'm going to say this. The Buccaneers, now that Tom Brady is divorced, they're my dark horse for the NFC to shock the Eagles. Um, it's a dark horse. It's not supposed to happen. That's why I said it. I just think post-divorce Brady, without all the extra bullshit, he's going to start balling again. Uh, sorry, I'm yawning, but I mean, that's why the number one seed I think is extremely important. That buy is extremely important. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think, I think think the two, I think the Eagles and Chiefs are both going to be the one seed. Yeah, I mean, I'm going with the Eagles Bills Super Bowl, and I think that would be an absolute you, electric. You still think Super Bills? Yeah, Philly fans versus Buffalo fans. Dude, I just, I just don't know um, if, I just don't know if the Bills can go back to KC in Kansas City and beat them again. I think they can, and who knows if you are you sure Kansas City will have the one seed? I mean, there's seven. They're the best team in the AFC right now. Don't sleep on the Titans, dude. I mean, the Titans have an easy schedule, but the team you should have said was the Dolphins. I, 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 I'm more scared of the Dolphins than I am Titans. I know, but I'm saying the I'm not scared of the Titans at all. But I'm saying I think they could be the number one seed. Maybe, maybe. But the thing I want to ask you this: I had an interesting conversation before we wrap up. All right, I'm just curious to hear you for this season. Right? Who are your top five wide receivers in the NFL? Justin Jefferson is a slam dunk number one. Yep. I mean, that he had against Buffalo. One, no one's talking about how the defender actually helped him catch it. I, yeah, he did. Wasn't, he did. It, but it was still like, given the circumstance, I think it was like fourth and 18, like yep. it would have been balky. That was one of the most crazy catches I've ever seen. And honestly, this is where Kirk Cousins got to get credit. And I think this is where a lot of quarterbacks fuck up. Is he just doesn't – he has, like, his ego's not so big to where he knows fourth down, big third down, just chuck it up to number 18. Oh, give him a 50-50 ball. Fuck yeah, it. Why not? Throw it to my best player and he'll catch it. And he actually has the brains and smarts that a lot of quarterbacks just – their ego's too big and they actually, like, fucking go through their progressions. I mean, Whereas every time third and ten comes up, if I have Justin Jefferson, I don't care how open he is. I'm fucking throwing him the ball. Dude, you have to. And that's that's the reason why the Vikings came back. Justin Jefferson took the game over. Um, but, yeah, I think Justin Jefferson is number one. I won't go particularly ordered for them because I'm going to say it's Justin Jefferson. I got Tyreek Hill at number two right now. I got Stephon Diggs at number two. Okay. I respect that. I had I had Stephon, I had Stephon Diggs at three. That's where I had Stephon. I got – see, I probably have Tyreek Hill at three. Okay. Who's your fourth then? I'm not ready to rule out Cooper Cup. I mean, I know he's like got hurt and like they've had problems and stuff in the rant, like in LA. But I think Cooper Cup's four right now for me, and then I think Jamar Chase is five when healthy. So I respect the and, Cooper and, Cup. And then Devontae Adams is like a very, like I think Devontae Adams maybe could knock Cooper Cup out of there right now. So for me, I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase in there. I don't have Cooper Cup in there right now. I think he is. But, that's, I think that's kind of fair, but at the same time, he was so dominant last no, year. No, he was, but no, no. The guy who I have in there is someone you're going to like. I have A.J. Brown in there. Yeah, I know I he mean, I know he dropped the pass last uh, night, but that guy, he's big, he's strong, he's athletic, and if 
I have a 50-50 ball, he's coming up with it most of the time. You know, he had one bad game last night, unfortunately, on prime time. But up until then, in my opinion, he's been a top five wide receiver. I mean, I love A.J. Brown. I think he's an absolute beast, but I can't, like, wholeheartedly say he's better than Jamar Chase. No, no, Jamar Chase is in there also for me. And I can't tell you he's better than Devontae Adams either. I just don't like, think, I think if he knocked Cooper Cup out and put Devontae Adams in there. And, no, and I respect that. That's why each of our lists are different. I just I have Devontae at six and Cup at seven. That that's where yeah, I'm I mean, I think I think AJ Brown's like probably seven. Okay. Well, hey, I, I was just curious to see what you had because I, I was having a conversation with one of my friends and we were trying to go through top wide receivers who we each thought there were and all that. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we both agreed on 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 at least four of them. You know that that that's what matters. But Diz, any last final words before we wrap this up? No, I mean, it's been real. It's going to be a good week of sports until next Tuesday. Again, if you want to join the USA World Cup party at 1 p.m. Central time on Monday, um, please slide into our DMs. You're more than welcome to join the Frankie and Diz uh, FaceTime. Yes, sir. Uh, just have your folks ready, and we're getting a nice little afternoon buzz going next Monday for USA America to bring home a World Cup title. Go Birds, baby. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week, and just remember, go Ravens.